Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Previously, on my dad wrote a porno. Suddenly. What? She's going too fast. She's going too fast. Slow down. Fucking slow down. Is this my Belinda dies? She skidded off the road. fucking hell! Smashing into an ancient oak tree, coming to a stop in a deep ditch. She lay there, motionless and unblinking (laughs) in the smoking car. Greetings. I've got Alice with me. Hello. I've got James with me. With sympathy. The struggle is real. Is she alive? Is she dead? What happened in that car? I can't quite handle it. See this tear? It's been there all week. (laughs) Your veil is very respectful, but yet beautiful. Sexy. Oh, beautiful, yeah. Do you like my black lace gloves? That lace work is something else, I tell you. James is very reverent at these times. And Alice, that lovely chapeau. Yeah, has Belinda gone to sexy heaven? I mean, if he kills off his protagonist, it'll be unprecedented. Killing the cash cow. Unless she has gone to heaven and the rest of the books are (gasps) set in heaven. Or hell, she's totally going to hell. James, heaven can wait. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's jumping the shark, isn't it? When when the book goes to heaven, it's like fucking (laughs) hell. It's like Crossroads and it all ended. He was at the checkout. It was all a dream. Oh shit, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. For international listeners, a pretty crap soap so, opera reference. The it was, shit is soap opera ever made. It was kind of our Dallas, right, when he woke up in the shower. I think that's... Yeah, but it was even worse. It was like our Sunset Beach. I didn't know you were such a soap fan. I'm not. We were banned from watching them as children, but I know of them, James. I know of them. Okay, sure. My friend Jenny was saying that Irish wakes are amazing parties because you're celebrating life, and I feel like Rocky would give her that kind of send-off. Well, if Rocky was writing it, he said that an Irish wake had a lot of feeling but no emotion. Oh, yes, of course. So we weren't sure of what that meant at the time and maybe we're about to find out. Oh, my God. No, there's no way. She's not dead. She's not dead. She might be a bit mangled, but she's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Her leg might be at right angles, but she's not dead, right? (laughs) Yeah, but in Rocky's world, just a passerby will, like, crack that back into place and she'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A dislocated thumbnail. (laughs) It'd be like the Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, (laughs) like, never die. Like, no injuries whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Do you think, though, if she is injured, she will milk it? Or, sexy incident in the hospital, doctors and nurses, (gasps) anyone oh i mean that's great except our prior experience with doctors was dr robbins so (gasps) of course if he makes a comeback well at least if they grab a cervix they'll have the proper medical (laughs) (laughs) always read the instructions (laughs) okay well should we get on with it then because i can't handle the suspense any longer to be honest the world needs to know yeah hang on maybe we'll get a clue from the chapter title about what's happened what's the chapter title okay belinda blink three chapter five Accident or emergency? (laughs) 
both, surely? <laughs> That's like a review of the whole book. <laughs> so one more time. Belinda Blink 3, Chapter 5, Accident or Emergency. <laughs> Did he put a question mark or is there no... There is a question mark present. Question mark, semicolon. Okay, good. Oh, lovely. One after the other. Sure. Unorthodox to the end. If it's an accident, it is an emergency. Yeah, but you can't really have one without the other. No. I think he just thought it sounded smart. (laughs) I think he just thought, that sounds really clever. (laughs) Sounds dramatic. (laughs) Because he's like, people say accident and emergency, but I've spun it. So I'm going to say accident or emergency. (laughs) It's AOE. (laughs) It's classic AOE. Get her to AOE. Accident and or emergency is so good. Okay, are we ready? Oh, always. Is she dead? Is she alive? Oh, God, if she's dead. Belinda's watering eyes slowly opened. <gasps> oh, God, she's alive. As she suffocated <gasps> on the merciful airbag. <laughs> Do you know what? I've always said they're more of a hazard than a help. They can break your neck. They can break your neck. You can be choking on them. Knock your teeth out. She sat up in the car wreckage. Oh, it's a wreck. That's going to be a write-off. How many cars have this company got through? <laughs> Seriously, she can't mock Des Martin anymore. Belinda blinked. <gasps> For fuck's sake, her mind told her angrily. <laughs> her mind told her? Like it's a separate being. No, that's another fine mess you got us into, Belinda. My mind's telling me it's angry. <laughs> and her body is... Wet with desire, I'm sure. Well, I'm a bit worried about her body, because that's a moneymaker, really. It sounds like she's okay, if her mind's telling her, for fuck's sake. If her mind's not telling her, you're bleeding out, it's instead going like, (laughs) oh, I roll, then it's fine. For fuck's sake, her mind told her angrily. A flat tyre. Well. What? There's only one thing for it. Sorry, it's not just a flat tyre. She said wreckage. (laughs) The car's in two. (laughs) There's no roof. If it's a flat tyre, I'm fucking off. Are you walking out of here? Honestly. A flat tyre. Well, there's only one thing for it. Belinda removed her dishevelled blouse. Oh, that's going to help the flat tyre. <laughs> and threw herself onto the ground. What? What are you on about? Flinging her hair back, she did her best. Damsel in distress. Act. Making sure her tits were protruding out of her somewhat skimpy bra. She's crashed her car. Any reasonable human being is going to stop for it. They don't need to say, oh, she's got her tits out. <laughs> she's bleeding all over. Oh, but she's got some baps on her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think she's bleeding out. She was on her knees for a good long while, waiting for a passing car. But at least her exposed breasts were keeping snug by the sun-blushed tarmac. Sun blushed. <laughs> Bless. He's tried there. He's Where, tried. He's seen that on a jar, hasn't he? And thought that's going in. <laughs> I don't understand. So, okay, so she crashed the car. It's got a flat tyre. She's walked to the road to get someone's help. She's think, taken her blouse off. And now she's, what, lying f- on her breast. But on she's the on her knees. On but her, her knees. But her body's on the ground. Trying to pretend that she's like a damsel in distress. Sorry, why are you saying that? Like, that's a pose that is <laughs> yeah. typically damsel in distress. Isn't that what everyone does when they have a car crash? What, lie on the tarmac with the top off? <laughs> no. No, no. For a flat tyre. Alison just flashed a bit of ankle. And <laughs> no one would stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they'd speed up, if anything. If you're with your wife, she'd be like, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm not stopping, Jamie. I'm not stopping. <laughs> 
You can think again. <laughs> You'd be like, no, we were going to stop anyway, love. You said you need to stretch your leg. Oh, here looks like a good this spot. perfect picnic spot. <laughs> In the famous words of Thomas Middleditch, put your hand down, Dirk. <laughs> it's for charity, baby. <laughs> but it's for charity, baby. So she's on the tarmac with her tits out being a damsel in distress. Sure. Two hours later. Oh my gosh, she's lost a touch. A 1960s Mustang. (laughs) Of course. Stopped next to her helpless body and out jumped Marco... (laughs) For God's sake. Origuez. Marco Origuez. Marco Origuez. Did she recognise him? Was she like, oh my God, it's Marco Origuez. <laughs> From that Mexican film that I love. It's Marco Origuez in his 1960s Mustang. Marco Origuez was Brazilian. Oh, Brazilian. And he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's got his birth certificate. <laughs> He knows where he's from. How do you break that to him later in life, Marco? You're not from Peru. You're Brazilian. That olive skin, it's not Spanish. (laughs) Impossibly handsome. He was the living example that God was a Brazilian. (laughs) We've just been waiting for the example. (laughs) God's a Brazilian. Um... But this must be referencing, because Rocky spends a lot of time in Brazil, right? Rocky lives half the year in Brazil. So... Loves Brazil. I wonder if he's met the real-life Marco... Marco Origuez. Marco Origuez. Origuez. Yes. Probably. Beautiful name for a beautiful man. Well, apparently so. They're a very good-looking people. Oh, yeah, you're quite partial, aren't you? Mm. All right. <laughs> oh, God, please don't be fantasising about Marco Origuez during the record, James. It sounds fit as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, God, are you two totally into him? Has <laughs> it got his number in the book? For anyway? the first time, you two are into a Belinda Blint character sexually. Well, uh, Peter Rouse. Yeah, we liked Peter before he turned all weird. That would have been the first time we saw him then. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, with the bow, <laughs> the mud symbols, etc. Look, beggars can't be choosers, as we always say. He was the living example that God was a Brazilian. Full of poise. Poise on a man. Makes it sound like he's wearing heels. (laughs) Full of poise, impeccable manners, and he thought to die for in bed. (laughs) He thought a self-review is not worth the paper it's written on. No. He also didn't settle for the average. His taste in women was that of high class. And the lady he had just seen lying in the middle of the road (laughs) was high class. (laughs) Was the definition of high class. Oh, my God. Was a living example that God was a high class pots and pans saleswoman. <laughs> Lying on the tarmac with her tits out. Nothing says high end like that, does it? Everything about her was sexual. That I'd agree with. Well, apart from the bloody wound on her head. <laughs> She's not bloodied, all right? It's a wreck. <laughs> it's a flat tyre. Her mind told us. <laughs> Oh, that internal monologue, that will lead you astray. (laughs) Everything about her was sexual. From the quality of her clothing, to the gloss of her hair, and the way she wore those riding boots. Okay, she's not wearing any clothing. I think the gloss on her hair is sweat and (laughs) tears. (laughs) And gasoline from passing cars for two hours. He knew he had to have her. Oh, everyone always has to have her. And he knew she wouldn't deny him. He knows everything, doesn't he? He knows he's from Brazil. (laughs) And he knew she was English. (laughs) You must save me, kind sir. 
I have a flat tyre. <laughs> Not from what I can see, he said, in a perfect... Oh, no, he's Brazilian, isn't he? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Brazilian accent, please. Not from what I can see, he said, in perfect English, albeit with a slight Boston accent. <laughs> what? He's a Bostonian Brazilian living but, in England. But he knows it. And he knows it. <laughs> Okay. What's Boston? That's like, how do you like them apples? That's, That's like, like Goodwill Hunting. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. <laughs> get out of the car. And pack of the car. I'd just go with you Brazilian. Really? Yeah. Do you but think? Maybe a bit sexier than what you just did. It was a bit like, hello, Belinda, can I help you, please? All right, James. Get, put a bit of gruff into it. Should I just forget that he's got a Boston accent? Yeah, I think so. Okay. If Rocky reminds us again, we can incorporate it, but he'll probably forget in a few sentences' time. Come on, Jamie. God on earth. Not from what they can see, he said in perfect English, albeit with a slight Boston accent. Well, ignore that. As he stared at her now heaving breasts. Nevertheless, Marco Rodriguez agreed to drive Belinda back to his central London apartment to check she had no internal organ damage. I love as a chat line the idea that you'd invite somebody back to your flat and be like, just purely so we can check if there's any damage to your internal organs. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I know your game. He is such a player. (laughs) Let me check your spleen. (laughs) Oh yeah, check it, girl. As they thundered through the world-famous scenic countryside... The world-famous, non-specific. <laughs> the pair got to chatting freely. Oh, good. Thank God they got to talking freely. I'd hate them to have a gun to their heads. <laughs> you may not know me in person. No, famously they've just met. Said the Brazilian Boston voice. <laughs> <laughs> just throw a little like, more in there every now and then. You may not know me in person. <laughs> Said the Brazilian Boston voice. I wish you could see Jamie's mouth right now because it's throwing all sorts of shit. Sounds like the Godfather. It's very difficult, guys. Can we just stick to Brazilian? Yeah, I think it's for the best. <laughs> but how's Bella? What? How do you know about Bella? Belinda blinked. He just said, you might not know me in person. How's Bella? Yeah. What? Yeah. Shit. This is a twist I didn't see This coming. wasn't by chance that he drove up and picked her up. There's no way he shagged Bella. He doesn't think Bella's a classy bird. Jesus. He's got eyes. <laughs> But how do you know Bella? Come to think of it, how do you know me? (laughs) (laughs) Penny's dropped. Spluttered the for once flummoxed Belinda Blumenthal. You'd be so scared. You'd be creeped out. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? You'd be like, um, I think this is my stop. Thanks. (laughs) Stop the car. Stop the car on the scene at countryside. It's more famous. I want to see it. I just jump out. You know, like that biting sister act where the, the ginger nun jumps out the back of the car and rolls along. That'd be me. Again, not familiar, but sure. <laughs> Your reputation precedes you, Miss Blumenthal. <laughs> the second I saw your tits in the wing mirror, I knew it was the queen of pots and pans. <laughs> Anyone else getting a bit hot of the colour with Jamie's Brazilian accent? <laughs> oh my. He's got a fat lip. He replied, thank you, bowing his head and smiling his deep Brazilian smile. <laughs> deep Brazilian smile. I love that deep Brazilian smile. You were helpless and I was your Brazilian Prince Charming. <laughs> We know, you know, it's Oh, we know! (laughs) I was your Brazilian Prince Charming, here to save the day. I'll be a Brazilian Prince Charming. 
Belinda smiled and thought, <laughs> if he gets any more patronising, I'll smack him one. <laughs> Potential customer or not. Potential customer. I guess everyone's a potential customer. To her. Yeah, yeah you're and right. He knew she was the queen of pots and pans. Also, I like that. You know, Dad's often been accused of being a little bit old-fashioned in his character development of women, but here's this man saying that he's his Prince Charming and she's saying, uh, if you get any more patronising, I'm going to smack you on. That's quite good. The old school fairy tale. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She is Belinda. She is Belinda. She is Belinda Blumenthal. Do you think he was at the O2? Is that why he knows that she was Queen of Pots and Pants? Well, he knows Bella, so maybe... I don't know. Where's he from again? Uh, he's from Brazil. Oh, right, yeah, sure. <laughs> Same place as God and Prince Charming. <laughs> Belinda, I can see I've offended you. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. I'm really enjoying just watching Jamie read it. Not everyone I meet is as sharp-witted as yourself. <laughs> so an intensely uncomfortable... And now slightly worried, Marco. Oh, he lost his mojo pretty quick. Belinda smiled and thought, he is handsome. And if he's a lover of Bella, he can't be all that bad in bed. Why is that? <laughs> Bella will shag anything. Literally anything. <laughs> Clarence, for God's sake, I think she's about to go to bed with in book two. Oh, no. <laughs> Continue, she mouthed, whilst her tongue wet her lips. <laughs> To lick the lips, then. <laughs> but then My business takes me all over the world. And this week, I'm in London, Athens and Moscow. Where, oh, where did he go? So, you guys seem to be entranced by it. You're not even critiquing him. You're like, okay, read on. I watching you. I just love it so much. We have to really concentrate because it's really hard to see what you're saying. Oh, sorry. I think you went to Reykjavik. Where was it? <laughs> Tehran. My business takes me all over the world. All over the world. And this week, I'm in London, Athens and Moscow. And Milton Keynes. <laughs> I'm a world-famous plastic surgeon. Oh. Uh, oh. What? There's been mention of a world-famous plastic surgeon. Has there? That worked on... And I had the pleasure of Miss Bella's company in the good old US of A. <laughs> Not too long ago. <laughs> Wait, has Bella had plastic surgery? I was there as a high-ranked guest of a guy called... Sterling. <gasps> what? Oh, oh, what? He's got a monster prig. Break, Where is that monster, monster prig? When he went to Brazil. What? A... What? Oh, God. He did Jim Sterling's cocktail. He's plan. the doc that did the Robocop. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's his shoddy handiwork. Yeah, he's not a very good plastic That's version. his flaky, jakey handiwork. He might be in Reykjavik and Saul and the Wirral this week, but... <laughs> He shit at his job. Um, wow, that's blown my mind. Yeah. God, I didn't think we'd be meeting Jim's plastic surgeon. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> you wouldn't return to the scene of the crime, would you? But also what's been really clever from Dad is that he's actually threaded together the two cliffhangers of Belinda Blinked. Has he? Yeah. The cliffhanger before was that Jim had the monster dick, prick, whichever you choose to sing. Mm. And this is the person who created the monster dick slash prick. I mean, it seems like such an impossible coincidence. <laughs> I mean, talk about contrived. <laughs> wow. So he's done some work on Bella. 
No, I mean, I imagine that he met Bella when he was a guest of Jim Sterling when they were all in Texas, USA. Oh. So I imagine that when Belinda was having meetings or was with Jim Sterling... Or with Hank Skank. Or with Hank Skank, what was Bella doing? Probably seeing Marco Rodriguez. Okay. So maybe in the future we're going to get a flashback to her meeting with Marco Rodriguez. Oh, I don't doubt that. He's got to fill a chat for some hours, hasn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's making my head hurt. I feel like I've had a car accident. <laughs> accident or emergency? <laughs> both. Definitely both. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my dad. I was there as a high-ranked guest of a guy called Sterling. Jim Sterling? Yes, obviously. Squealed an excited Belinda. I know the feeling. You know the little chap too? <laughs> the little chap. He is a patronising bastard, isn't he? Has he heard of a little thing called the Hippocratic Oath? <laughs> Patient confidentiality is key. You're so right. You can't just be wanging on about it to any old Tom, Dick or Sally, can he? You know of the little chap too? (laughs) Know of him? I've I've fucked him. I've had bits of him flop off inside me. (laughs) Know of him? He's been inside me on more than one continent. At least, I think he has. (laughs) I've picked his cock out of my teeth. (laughs) Oh, God. Belinda murmured to a buzzing fly around her head. <laughs> what? Like a cartoon? <laughs> yeah, she's now made friends with all the animals. Oh my oh god. god. It all made sense. Does it? Belinda owed Marco big time for saving her from Sterling's maggot cock in Texas, USA. Maggot! That seems a bit harsh. Vol, please. Suddenly, a comfortable silence settled between the two of them. Are we going to live it, for real? Back at Marco's London mansion. Oh, God. She didn't go, wait, hang on. You did Jim Sterling's (laughs) cock transplant and you somehow picked me up in Epsom. Yes. 
Yeah, geographically bonkers. I feel like they've got an hour's worth of conversation out of that revelation and they just they're silently wrote it down. In silence, yeah. Jeez. So back at his flat already in true Rocky style. Back at Marco's London mansion block on Harley Street. Oh, on, so he lives on Harley Street. <laughs> he does. Because he's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's where all the doctors live. Does he work there as well? Does he like live above his shop? <laughs> Clearly. It's not like having a flat above a laundrette. <laughs> Belinda lay back on his wolf fur rug in front of a fake but very realistic looking fireplace. A fake fireplace? Yeah. With like electronic flames. I mean, they're never convincing, but she's not the brightest button in the box, is she? I love that he's got a real wolf rug and a fake fireplace. <laughs> Where are your priorities at? He had given her a Kuiperinia cocktail and secretly hoped his semen tasted as bittersweet. Oh my goodness. It's a real clash of cultures in this flat, isn't there? Like the wolf rug, the Kuiperinias, the fake fireplace. Well, he is classic Boston-Brazilian, don't forget, so he's got to have a fusion. Oh yeah, where's the car? Get out the car. Oh no. Bittersweet. But isn't that because it wasn't the blue semen bittersweet? Didn't it cut across her dreams because it was so bittersweet? I don't think it was, I don't think it tasted bittersweet. I think she suggests, like like when you eat a pineapple and they say it makes your semen taste like pineapple. I don't know. I just think it's disgusting. What? If you drink a caipirinha, what does your semen taste like? (laughs) Caipirinha? I don't think it works like that. Uh, Why do you think they call it a cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) He'd know, to be fair. I know. I know. That's why he plies all of his dates with pina coladas penis coladas (laughs) penis colada penis colliding a penis colliding cocktail sorry can I just I don't give my dates penis colliding cocktails (laughs) although it is a great idea and I'm at (laughs) Belinda removed her red jacket she didn't want wine stains or anything else for that matter spoiling it well she's drinking a caipirinha so there's no wine (laughs) and it was far too new to be sent to the dry cleaners I don't think they're... they're I don't, that, I don't that think fussy. they're prejudiced. <laughs> yeah, they're not like, you got this last week. No, thank you. <laughs> With Belinda now half-naked, Marco concentrated on her jodhpurs. Concentrated? I feel like he's just like staring at them and saying, <laughs> come off. They didn't put up much of a fight, as they'd already been off earlier in the day, and were getting to know the score, so to speak. Getting to know the score? <laughs> he slowly and extremely gently traced a path with his finger... Up to the base of Belinda's vagina. Where's the base of the vagina? The base? <laughs> base camp. He planted a flag. Everyone meet here after you got to the top. The base is so it can stand freely on its own. Yeah, you sure. can stand it up. Yeah, but where is it? Is it like underneath? I guess maybe base camp's at the top, maybe. No, because Rocky calls the top of the vagina the top of the vagina. So I think the base means like the gusset. The undercarriage. The undercarriage. In the cloaker. Excuse me? The cloaker. Can we, what? It's like the female gooch, isn't it? Pardon? The underbit. The cloaker. Between the rectum and the vagina. Is the cloaker. That's what your family I call think it. so. No, Google it. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that on the search history, thank you. Let me just check, hang on. It sounds like a, a Batman baddie. <laughs> <laughs> the cloaker. <laughs> so cloaker on the Urban Dictionary, which were the kids, you know. Speak. Which is, I go to for all my facts. Yeah, it's the combination of the vagina and the asshole. It's the combination. They shouldn't be combined, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But question, tracing from where? He says it traces up to the base. So where has he been tracing? 
He slowly and extremely gently traced the path of his finger up, up to the base of Belinda's yeah, vagina. Yeah, from where? From, Where's the path gone? From the leg. He's been taking the trousers off, so he's come from like the knee to the cloaker. The knee bone's connected to the cloak bone, as they say. <laughs> All I know is that there, his finger stopped. Uh-oh. Just like a car at a railway crossing waiting for the barrier to be lifted. <laughs> you can't use a level crossing as a sexy comparison. <laughs> After a minute, his finger continued on its journey. <laughs> a minute! Trains crossed. <laughs> Seriously, you're there. Your finger's there. Just going to wait for a minute. No, 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 a minute. Oh, it's the 8.42. So it's... it's traffic's busy tonight. <laughs> Got all these trains. It's the 7.46. I thought he'd lost a whole hand in the cloaker for a second, but it was a deliberate pause for, for breath. You never come back from the cloaker. Famously. You don't. <laughs> cloaker's going to get you. <laughs> what the trunchbull has in her room that's the jokey all right <laughs> i thought she was always locking them in the cloaker oh my god imagine getting locked in belinda's cloaker oh my god imagine being locked in the trunchbull's cloaker oh wow you never get out i mean miss honeys we can talk but the trunchbull the the, <sighs> the book and the film have a very different meaning to me now <laughs> After a minute, his finger continued on its journey. The barrier had obviously been raised. Yeah, we get it. We know. Belinda thought astutely, as a very grateful Marco took the opportunity to pleasure Belinda's clitoris with his tongue. She relaxed. I bet she did. And let Marco's tongue do the talking. <laughs> That's what does the talking. Rather than the clit, though. <laughs> She's like, sure, sure. <laughs> Suddenly... And without any warning, the Brazilian flipped Belinda onto her stomach and started tapping at her with a reflex hammer. What? <laughs> you can't just whip out a mini mallet and start hammering at someone. Does it hurt, Belinda? Not yet, she said wickedly. Marco nodded, looking serious. Oh. It was such an aphrodisiac watching a man take his job seriously, Belinda's mind said. Oh, her mind. Shut up. No one cares what you think. It's her mind, that fly from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's a plastic surgeon, not a reflexologist. (laughs) Him doing his job would be to take a sharpie and like do dotted lines all over a body. Take good note, you shoddy RSMs. Is that her thinking? Yeah. It's a stupid mind and overdrive. Oh, my God. Marco's final test was to ensure her heart had not been damaged in the car crash. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and let me guess, he's like, I have to put my penis in you. It <laughs> <laughs> needs to go all the way up to your heart. <laughs> it's a huge penis. If you feel it tickle your heart, you are fine. <laughs> <laughs> he placed the stone-cold stethoscope onto her left breast. Well, that's not right for a start. No, it is. That's where your heart is. Oh, not on your breast. Oh, right. I see. On the, not on the tissue, no. <laughs> All he could hear was the thundering of Belinda's desire. Oh, something's gone wrong then. That's quite good, Dad. That's that quite, quite good. good. All he could hear was the thundering of Belinda's desire. Content, Marco returned. <laughs> Check. <laughs> That's fine. That's normal. Seems fine to me. Content. Marco returned to ravaging her clit while she chewed on the soft, dark hair 
on his head. So like any good check over by a doctor, he's like, heart's fine. Back down I go. Back to the cloaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back to the cloaker. <laughs> Stop mentioning the cloaker. I wish I'd never brought it up. It's like Back to the Future. Back to the cloaker. <laughs> Belinda soon started in search of similar material, lower down his athletic body. So she uh, wanted to chew... His pubic hair. Or his, like, back hair. <laughs> Shoulder. Also, similar material. No. That's not good, is it? She read his body hair like Braille. <laughs> around his nipples and all the way down to his snail trail to his belt. Has he still got his trousers on? Mm. Oh, She's okay. reading it like Braille. What does it say? <laughs> it says, take me, Belinda... <laughs> I'm yours. I'm a god. I am Brazilian. And I know it. And I'm extremely aware of it. <laughs> she cracked it off. What? Excuse me? The hair. The, the cock. The oh. belt, the belt. Oh. <laughs> the belt, the cock, the what? <laughs> she cracked it off and pulled his trousers and speedo trunks away from his torso. Why has he got speedo trunks on? Because Brazilian. Brazilian, isn't it? They love it. His manhood sprang up before her. On its hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ho, Silver! <laughs> and she had to admit, Brazilians were well endowed. Well, you don't know if it's natural, do you? He might have done a little botch job <gasps> on himself. Well, oh, Alice. That's true. Perhaps he had modelled Jim Jr. part deux on him. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> on himself. Jim Jr.? Part duh. I mean, it's just too many bits. I prefer monster dick, thank you. Perhaps he had modelled Jim Jr. part duh on himself. Anything was possible in the plastics game. <laughs> what the fuck does she know? <laughs> the plastics, plastics game. game. It's not the graduate, Dad. He doesn't work in, like, polymers. He's a plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Belinda pointed at her boots and said, Help me take these off. Marco bent over took the first boot between his legs and pulled. Belinda pushed her foot higher and squashed his balls. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> he groaned with pleasure. Oh, he liked that, did he? No, that's going to hurt. Yeah, I don't think that's a good thing. That's when the pain goes up in your stomach. I was going to say, is that what makes yeah, you feel makes sick? sick? Oh, oh yeah, that's it's horrible. the worst. Crushing them, you shouldn't crush them. No. You can tickle them, I'd say you could cup them. At best, you could maybe squeeze them. <laughs> Please, I, the image of you tickling balls is just <laughs> too much for me to handle right now. I can watch TV while I do it. <laughs> Belinda pushed harder. Marco pulled harder. <laughs> and plop. <laughs> <laughs> the riding boot was off. One boot. Yes. I feel like we've been here all day. One boot. They repeated exactly the same procedure for the second boot. <laughs> He's devoted more time to getting these boots off than the whole car crash. <laughs> With her toes finally free, Belinda very neighbourly invited his penis into her vagina. <laughs> Would you like to come in? We've got a cup of sugar. Do you want a cup of sugar? It's freezing out in your pop. Wipe your feet on the mat. Are you locked out? Come in. She let him fuck her with vigour as Belinda picked up a fancy fireplace poker, struck him on the ass and started to scream in delight as he responded. This continued for at least the next five minutes, at least, guys, at least five minutes. 300 seconds. (laughs) The Brazilian's cock was now so big she couldn't help shouting out her desire. (laughs) I'm on Love it! 
Give it me! <laughs> a loud knocking noise from the ceiling with the words, Shut it! brought her back to reality. Where are they again? Who's upstairs? In the grandma's house? No, they're in the apartment. Oh, well, that's the thing about having a flat, yeah. isn't it? Neighbours. Like, James is here. Very noisy. Very, very noisy, very James. Noisy. Are they still being very annoying? They've been very well behaved tonight. They have. And do you know what? I met them recently and they are lovely and I hope they never listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she choked back the next scream and bore out her pounding in silence. Eventually, Senor Origuez... <laughs> Very formal all of a sudden. Came and collapsed into her open arms. Oh, that's nice. Belinda grabbed Marco's still erect cock and took it into her mouth. Oh, gosh. Oh. What? It's less nice. I thought that he just came. He did. But he's such a stallion. It just... Maybe he's just always erect. Always ready to go. He groaned and stood his ground. Whilst Belinda attacked him with her lips, teeth and tonsils. Or everything that she had at her disposal, the full toolkit. (laughs) The tonsils. God, you're refreshingly good, Belinda. He exhaled. So, so good. I want you to join me soon in Rio. Please consider it. (laughs) (laughs) Just consider it, okay? For the second time that afternoon, Belinda blinked. I definitely feel like it's the third time this afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, it is. <laughs> and with that inaccurate representation of the book, it's the end of the chapter. Oh, so good. <laughs> so Belinda isn't dead. Very much not. So the the car smash, I think you described it as, was literally a flat tire. <laughs> yeah. So was it accident or emergency or a total waste of time that chapter? <laughs> Well, that could be said about any Belinda Blink chapter, to be fair. Right? But we met Marco, and he's a babe. Oh, my God. He's such a hunk. Are we allowed to know what the next chapter's called? Do you want to know? Always. The next chapter is called Mr. Klaus Bloch. Is that it? Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Klaus blocked... What? Sorry? No. Santa Mr. Claus no. went where? <laughs> no. Mr. Klaus Bloch. Okay. So, C-L-A-U-S, Klaus. Yes. Bloch, B-L-O-C-H. Oh, like a like German. German, Bloch. Very German. Oh, yeah. Well, should we reconvene next week safe in the knowledge that she is, in fact, completely healthy? She's been yeah. given the once-over. That stethoscope said uh, <laughs> that her desire is beating strongly. I can take this veil off now. Any, any excuse to wear it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, get in touch with us if you are disappointed in what happened to Belinda. If you wanted us to be dead, get in touch. <laughs> it's morbid. <laughs> We'll do a poll. Did you want Belinda dead? <laughs> At DadRetPorno on Twitter. And you are running out of social ideas, so that will be quite Oh useful. my God, that's going to fly off the handles, I can tell. If you like Instagram, cars, pictures, maybe you're not very good with the words, At my dad wrote a... Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search My Dad Wrote a Porno. And you can email us, mydadwroteaporno at gmail.com. So don't forget, Monday's a porno day and Thursday's a footnotes day. Yeah, it is. Check out our website for all our live dates, merchandise, all that sort of thing, mydadwroteaporno.com. And you can actually buy Dad's book as well on yes. Amazon and iTunes and places. So do buy that, support him, because, you know, he has worked hard-ish on these <laughs> books. <laughs> and he'd definitely appreciate it. When he gets all those sales coming in in Brazil, that really makes his day. Oh, yeah, he's in Brazil, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, God, probably on a nudist beat. <laughs> like his cloaker hanging out. <laughs> and there's an image to leave you with. Oh. <laughs>
When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.